Hello. How are you? Jacob, Dan. Been better. Been better. So, ja- uh, yeah, we've all been better. <laughs> well, imagine just to start off, we have, okay, this is episode two, by the way, of Kings in the Northeast. In the Northeast. And featuring Dan. Featuring me, you're gonna you're gonna need to hold the uh, the microphone closer to your mouth as you speak. Is this close enough? Yeah, that's a- ASMR. Can we whisper into it now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, I have my personal microphone, and those two are sharing a microphone. Sharing not only a microphone but also a single pair of old dirty earbuds. Yes. <laughs> you know the the Jave Jave. No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Time. So, on today's episode, we will be talking about the 997th Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, Gior Mormont, with the general gist of if he actually was a good guy or if he was not. Okay, but before we get into that, we should introduce a new segment of the show, and we'll start it off at the beginning of the show, of if you can guess what scene this is from, we will get you a hot Irish coffee from Cornwalls. From the on, secret menu. From the secret menu. That we have access to because we are, in fact, members. Yes. We are, well, we're members at several places. <laughs> several of Boston's finest, finest establishments. You, you know, Grill 23, Coolidge Corner Clubhouse. Of course. The CCC. <laughs> JP Wicks. JP Wicks, you know. So, here we go. I'll, I'll first, how about this? I play the original and then I do it, but I'm not going to say to the audience what order it's in to see if they can tell a difference. Just, I don't think they'll be able to. Um, no, I'll, I'll I'll mix the order up. Oh, cool. All right, ready? Here we go. Yes. <laughs> you don't know if I'm playing it or not. Hold on. Hold on. Hold, hold on. No, dude. If if they're if they're listening, if they're listening. Okay. Oh yeah. Or it's going to be a tough call. So first, you're going to have to. And now, now for this segment, if you really want that frozen Irish coffee, you're going to have no hot, the, hot, no hot, hot Irish coffee. They don't get the frozen one. Basement with us. Okay, so not the basement, the hot one. You're going to have to. You can text or call at any at any particular time. Any yes. Time say the episode and the scene who says the quote and you also have to be able to distinguish which was the real and which was andrew doing it because yes. i think that's gonna be very hard for so listeners. it's a two-part yes. question and you need two or is it three i i miscounted how many parts of this question are there i i don't think we're gonna get any responses <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna go with uh closest to correct <laughs> as many parts as you want or as little as you want if only one person answers and they say it's from Game of Thrones, well, guess what? <laughs> Irish coffee's on the house. Yeah. <laughs> if I guess it, do I get it? Mm. If I'm the only respondent? If you're the only respondent? Absolutely. But this is going to encourage at least one of you poor souls out there. Jacob to, uh, will try and ensure that no one answers besides <laughs> <laughs> Because at this point, the fro had 419... On Saturday, the frozen Irish coffee may be the only thing that can resurrect Jacob. <laughs> so, okay. That's a great segment. Great segment, opportunity, and hold on. Let me find this again. Wait. 
If your gods are real, and if they're just, why is the world so full of injustice? All right, so that, that should be like a segment transition right there. <laughs> to the next. Okay, 997, Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Mm-hmm. Part of the Mormont family. You know, the Mormont way. Here we stand. Their house words. So, <clears throat> for the fans at home, if you're not familiar of how Gior Mormont became, you know, even a brother of the Night's Watch... <clears throat> Well, you can thank Jor for that. You want to tell the folks at home how Jor became Lord Commander? Or even a brother of the Night's Watch. He became a brother of the Night's Watch because his son Jor was actually having having a pretty good life before, mm. we, before we see him in the show. Mm. Uh, he had a hot wife. They make, they make a point to say she was very hot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that I believe he won her, fa- <laughs> he won her favor at a, uh, at a tournament in Atlantisport. And yeah. so he was... He was doing good for himself, and Jor said, well, you know what, Jor? I believe it's time for you to become the Lord of Bear Island. I think it's time for me to step down. Very and selfless. To, very selfless, and yeah. he went and volunteer, voluntarily joined the Night's Watch, which is something we don't see many people do outside of Jon Snow and Benjen. Remember when Jorah was a slaver? <laughs> that comes after. Well, you know, his hot <laughs> wife was, was super, super expensive. Super so she, was. she hated the North. Uh, yeah. She liked nice things. <laughs> you know, I, maybe if she mixed in a hot Irish coffee once in a while, then uh, she'd whipped cream on top. <laughs> Jacob, you need to start speaking in the microphone if you're going to say things. <laughs> whipped cream on top. <laughs> okay, so Gior, here here's something I want to get your opinion on. Yeah, so. You know, Gior Mormont made himself appear that his true values were the real battle is up north against the White Walkers, against everyone. Because remember when Gior said to John, I want you and your wolf with me when we go north of the wall? Because because we don't play at war in the Night's Watch. We don't play at war. We're we're fighting monsters, dude. And, you know, monsters are dangerous. And and just now... Kings are... Dropping like flies. Well, Lord Commanders are pretty much dropping like flies, am I right? Yeah, they are. Yeah. They certainly are. So, Jewar makes himself out. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I, was just, I was in the middle of saying something, and Dan just tilted the microphone to him and just started speaking. <laughs> How much could a mic stand cost? <laughs> <laughs> How many Irish coffees do we have to skip to just have a nice mic stand? <laughs> if you get the question right, right. you can buy us a mic stand. <laughs> on the should we ask an? No, we need another question for that. Okay, because the first question we are you know men of honor, so we're gonna uphold the hot Irish coffee in order for them to buy you a mic stand. You'll need to ask another question. And if they get it right, they have to buy you a mic stand. If they get, why would anyone answer the question? If, if, if they get it right, they have to true, spend money. True fans of the show. True fans of the show would. Our, our 30 listeners <laughs> from episode one. Dad, you can't get too far away from me. We're connected. Yeah, you pretty much are connected. <laughs> Stop leaning away. <laughs> it's really ruining my audio. <laughs> 
As you were saying, Andrew. As I was saying. Okay. So, Gior makes himself out to be someone of honor that cares about fighting the White Walkers, cares about the living, cares about the living, okay? And then John's attitude kind of changed when he found out what Gior was doing to the boys that Craster would have with his wife, daughters, right? So, you know, is Gior actually that good of a guy is the first question. What do we think? I think as a commander of the Night's Watch, he definitely... Well, we do we know if Craster was there before Gior's time? Like, before he was commander, was, Craster, was Craster's keep around? When did Craster... <laughs> I would assume that it has to have been around since before Gior. Because what? what, what don't was they seem the, old, the same age? They do seem. The same but what's Craster been doing? I don't know how he got there. I don't. How did he? I thought he. I thought he. Des- I thought Craster deserted, but like he I was thought al- he deserted too, and he was allowing them to use his keep as like a stopping point so they could range further north and have somewhere to go back to without the danger of going to and from Castle Black because it takes forever. And no one man's great guard of the shadow, shadow Tower. Well, you know, you try and send John O'Slint there, and he makes a big fuss saying, you know how you're in your swaddling clothes. I was protecting King's Land. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can keep your castle, or you can shove it up your bastard ass. You can keep your ruin. Yeah, you can keep your... You can shove your order up your bastard ass. Yeah. Dude, there there are a couple characters that would... It felt like just said the same thing over and over. And the amount of times that Jono said, bastard son of a traitor. Bastard son of a traitor. That's me, Sir Aim. You're stuck on the same voice. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Dan, can you do your Janos imitation? <laughs> I will not go. <laughs> All right, back to Jor. Jor. I call him Jor. Why do you call him Jor? It's like you're slurring your words and you're trying to say, because the folks at home might think you're saying Jora. No, it's Jior. You're doing a terrible job at speaking to the G-O-R, microphone. Jior, J E O R. Should what if you I, have to indicate to me when you want the microphone? What if, what if, what if, I, what if we do this? No, we're still yeah, far wait, away. No, no, wait, hold on. All right, that sounds terrible. It's not gonna work. All right, it's not gonna work. Yeah. All right. Anyways, anyways. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that Jior was a bad person for allowing Craster to keep doing what he was doing. Because as we see so many times in the show, there are so many characters who do bad things for the right reason. And I think that's exactly what it was. I think it's just another instance of it. I don't I don't know if the whole daughter-wife thing is a bad thing for the right reason. What's the good reason for that? The good reason for allowing Craster to keep doing this is so that more rangers of the Night's Watch won't be dying. If they have, that's a safe haven. Okay, but what, what, what's the goal they of the Night's Watch? They didn't seem very safe. What, what's their job to do? Well, what do they get out of killing I, I'm, Craster? I, I'm wondering, what is the job of a Night's Watch brother? What are they sworn to do? Defend the realms of men. Right, defend. Okay, and what is the threat to the realm of men that the Night's Watch originally was put there to defend? 
The White Walkers. The White Walkers. So you are literally providing ammunition to what you are sworn Soldiers to Soldiers in the army of the dead. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because, and, and this went to John's reasoning for letting the wildlings pass through the wall. Uh, because he's like, we're, we're worried about the White Walkers. And if we leave them there, there's going to be more White Walkers. So Gior, if he's trying to pretend that he actually cares about protecting people... Right, I want you and your wolf with me as we range. You know, we're gonna find out what happened to your uncle Benjamin. Well, you're aware that you're literally giving the Night King and the White Walkers more soldiers in their dead army. So, it doesn't this seem kind of counterintuitive? Why Does, can't you just say we'll give you uh, a barrel of uh, Dornish wine or something like that instead? If you if you stop killing your babies. How does he know? Do any of the characters know that Craster's kids are becoming White Walkers? Any, any... Because I feel like that's a leap in Any logic. brothers? Any brothers. Anyone. Anyone in the whole show. Because the only time... Yeah. How? How? Because the only way we see that is through, a, through one of the few scenes we get from the White Walkers' perspective as they take this kid all the way up to the, the north, as north as north goes. And the Night King taps him on the cheek and he becomes a White Walker. I'm not sure if anyone knows exactly. They I, might know he sacrificed him. I thought we him, knew that he sacrificed him. We do. Viewers of the show do. But I'm not sure if the character... When you so say you're sacrifice, telling me when Gior says to John, you know, these people serve crueler gods than you or I, That that's not an indication that he's sacrificing to literally the, I get, the god of dark, the night, the ite. You know, I mean... John says it to Mance when they first meet that they went to Craster's keep and he said what he says I saw what Craster does to his sons and I saw what took him. He did say this, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So you you make a point saying, yeah, you do need Craster for the ranging, okay? So are we assuming that if Craster then stopped giving the baby boys to the White Walkers, would he just immediately be killed by the White Walkers? That's always been a weird point for me. I don't under... Like, the White Walkers were clearly intelligent, but, like... How did they negotiate but this? But, like, not even fully intelligent. Here, here, take but it not, and go. But Okay, all right. What was I saying? Oh, I was like, they seem intelligent, but they weren't fully intelligent because when John fights that first one, you'd think they'd be able to recognize the only metal that can kill them besides, um, besides How that. would they know? When was the last time you think a White Walker seen Valerius Steel? Especially for assuming that all these new White Walkers are Craster's kids. Wait, I feel well, like some they of those old He looked ones, shocked. He his looked face displayed emotion when John was able to parry his sword. That's true. I agree with that. I, you yeah. think that at one point someone would try talking to him. They just look at each other. I feel like if I was John standing on the boat looking at the Night King, I'd be like, hey, what's up, bitch? <laughs> well, again, this was kind of my point that I was saying is how did Craster negotiate this deal with the White Walkers? I have absolutely no idea. Because I'm just trying to envision this. Like, was a White Walker about to kill Craster? And he's like, hold up one second. <laughs> I have something you might be interested in. I brought a gift. 
And then the baby's like, it's true. It's me. <laughs> I'm, I'm Crusher's baby boy. <laughs> I'm the gift. I, I mean, you're right. The White Walker showed emotion. To to <laughs> All right, go to the bat. We'll continue on. Yeah, you guys. The white yeah. soldier on. So the White Walker showed emotion mm-hmm. when his sword was crushed. We know that some kind of negotiation had to happen previously with Craster and with a White Walker, or maybe even the Night King in general. So, and and they're smart enough. All right, so we know they're they have emotions. We know they're smart enough to negotiate, and we know they're smart enough to to realize that a constant inflow of a boy, of a boy, of a boy, mm-hmm. is much more valuable than than killing, you know, nine people yeah. at once. Nine people in the army of the dead versus one White Walker ain't shit. Yeah, exactly. I think the White Walkers can talk. Or communicate because I think with, this, yeah, just by looking by right? the, by themselves though, because I believe it's described in the in the books that they make these screeching sounds, which we can it, assume we heard it in the show once or twice. I thought yeah, I, I believe so. I can't pinpoint a specific moment, but so I believe that they would not necessarily be able to communicate. But I think if 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 a White Walker pulls up to Craster, sees him holding a little baby boy, mm-hmm. he can make a little motion. Craster's like, okay, what you want me to like do? Like a point to the yeah. boy. Puts 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 a little baby on the ground and just walks away. And and I don't know if this was made clear in the books. Again, I'm ha- quarter of the way through book three. Mm-hmm. But so when the White Walkers take a baby boy and then turn them, is it assumed that the the baby boy can obviously continue to grow into an adult because I thought it was once someone was turned, they immediately kind of just stopped all aging process and remained as they are. That's an interesting point because I don't think we see any teenage white walkers. Right. Did I'm Jacob, did you hear that point? I actually have always had questions about whether or not the white walkers could age because I always thought they were based in like ice. Right, because that's why they're the antithesis of the Lord of Light, and he's all about fire. Was that they're like the ice side of? Oh, hold on, they're like the ice side of that. You know, the opposite. And with the blue and the touching and the fact that they're not affected by weather at all. Right when when John and when Daenerys, sorry, when she the dragon fire comes in, in season seven when they're at the ice lake and they drop into the lake, they're able to get back out with seemingly no effect. I mean, John did too, mm, but he's they, also a they weird. they wouldn't go in the water. And if they went in the water, and they, they died. Swim. It was just weird to me. Water. Like, they can't swim. Remember? They can't. I remember they can't swim. Like, but just because they can't swim, does that mean their bodies deteriorate? And if so, why are they deteriorating? Well, right? Is it because they're saw, like soggy, moldy zombies, or like? Well, like I, I didn't think they could age. They have. I mean, I think they just have holes throughout them. Right? They're dead people. They're dead people walking. Well, that's also Did we ever see a white walker go into the water or just the whites? We never saw a white walker. We also never saw them... Like, that's weird to say they're all dead. Were Craster's kids dead? Because when he when in the show, at least, when he touches Craster's child's face and turns him, the baby's alive. Does that just freeze him and stop? Like that? Yeah, that was... <laughs> <laughs> How does that baby live? How long does it take, you think, to get to the fucking heart of winter from Craster's Keep? And it's just this this little baby. How does he not freeze to death? Wait, so that's a next question that I have because I never fully understood it. Again, I don't know if it's explained in the books. 
the heart of winter? Is that a place that I'm supposed to be familiar with or I, know where that is? I I believe it's just the White Walkers home, if you would call it that. I, I don't know. I don't think it's been chartered anywhere. I believe that there's this place. That's what we see when we see. And you said as far north as north goes. Is that yeah. where you think that they all are? Yeah. Cause, yeah. yeah. Okay. But they're marching. Yes. But, <laughs> but, but there's someone always around Craster's Keep to... That's so interesting. Like, to I, I, I want to know where they where they are when. Okay, so let's say they go to Crash Keep. How far is that journey? And do you think they just like make round trips, or do they have like outposts? Are they chilling somewhere? Do they sleep? What if you just what, what do if they? Do they? Yeah. Do they sleep? You think any Night's Watchman has turned the corner and seen a White Walker taking a waz on a tree? <laughs> if they wouldn't have lived to tell the tale. No. And and here's something to think a about too. Being White Walker, like oh, he's just. <laughs> he's just sleep. This is gonna, this is gonna get crazy here. Like he's just a little sleepy white white walker. Also, well, wait. Their zombie horses don't get tired. No, they don't. Right. But this is another thing. I but they're to also bring zombies. Up. Another thing I wanted to bring I just up hit my though. Face on the mic. Was For all of our audio listeners, I just slammed my glasses into the microphone. <laughs> Here's something. Yeah. Th- several different times in the show, we've seen whites and white walkers move at different paces sometimes they seem very very slow and then other times they just fucking (laughs) are the fastest sprinters in the world like when they're chasing aria and the hound down the in the hallway in uh, the battle of winterfell chase aria in the hallway she like rolls over them like why are they sometimes they're like nimble the white walkers we agree are the most humanoid right They're, they're they're just human-esque they're also i don't see the holes on them usually they wear armor they're kind of like well prepared the whites are just act just fucking zombies just for real just like ice monster zombies but no they deviated from humans who the walkers or the whites are i mean both but both i'm just saying the most human-like ones i mean the whites were literally some of them were just straight scale. remember when uh, when uh, the hound i just called him clean when the hound throws the rock and Clegane, it like, Clegane, we need you. The hound throws the rock and he knocks that guy's jaw off. But that guy was just a skull. No, they're, they're varying degrees, and I would assume it has to do with how long they've been buried for. So it's discussed that, or it's at least brought up, that the majority of that army is going to be wildlings. So Absolutely. if we see like people at Hardhome, when those wildlings were killed and then resurrected within seconds... Yeah, their bodies are going to be fine. But if you've been buried for, I'm assuming some. I don't, I don't know how long it takes like, to make a skeleton, but burying doesn't do anything to the whites. No, but I'm saying that the the when they before they were white, because we are we assuming that these whites have been whites for so long. I, I, I guess think, my I next question for you would be: as soon as as soon as Mira and Bran were about to enter and meet the three eyed Raven. Remember how that's yes. where that's how Jojen died. Mm-hmm. They just started stabbing their arms up through the snow and started grabbing at them. Are we assuming that again? This goes through their intelligence. Did they fucking camp out there and hide in the snow, or were those dead people buried, actual dead humans? And then you know the there was a white walker nearby and was like, "Let's fucking go." I would assume that, like we see, I don't like to talk about season eight, but when when the the Winterfell crypts. When those skeletons right. come up, they they weren't whites before then, so they're just they're just bone people. Imagine now. if so. You think that? So was Rickon 
Because Rickon's buried down there. Liana's buried down there. Are, are you they sure whites? they're actually buried down there? Because no. Rickon probably, yeah, Rickon is. 100%. Rickon, Rickon, I thought, was um, literally Next burned alive. No, Rick- no. Rickon was... Ha- was, I thought in- we're, not, we're not talking about Rickon, Rob's brother. Yeah. Yeah, that's who we mean. The one who Ramsey killed. Yeah, I, I'm talking about Rickon, the father of oh, Brandon. No no, 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 I was talking uh, about yeah. Benjamin and, and Ned that, and Liana. No, I'm talking about that's no, Rickard. Is it? No, it's Rickard Carstark. It's Rickon Stark. Yeah, that's why Ned named his kid that makes Rickon. a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I mean, again, Little kid Rickon. You know what's funny? Like and I, and I told and this to Jacob the other day too. George R. R. Martin in interviews, you listen to him, he's like, yeah, you know, storytellers are told not to really use the same name with the same letter because then it gets confusing. Meanwhile, George R.R. Martin's like, you know, Rick I'm... Rickon, Rickard, Rickon, Dickon, Dickon. Aegon, 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 Eris, Aegon, Aegon, Daenerys. Eris to Daenerys is the most annoying thing I've ever heard. Yep. King Eris, Queen Daenerys, Rhaenerys, like, Jesus Christ. Viserys. Viserys. They all have Eris. Yeah. Must have liked them all. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, how many Brandons are there? There's Brandon. There's Brendan. I do like the name Brendan. It's a, it's a nice name. Blackfish. Black. What a nickname. What a, what a nickname. It's up there. So, I mean, this originated from the point that did did Rick did. <laughs> Did Rick on <laughs> Rob's brother yeah, yeah, yeah. turn into a white? <laughs> I do believe he in had the Battle of Winterfell. I really think he did. Because is Ned buried? The, is Ned buried there? Is he actually? Because we see Catelyn get his bones from Littlefinger. Yes, you assume that, and then she, while in River but Run, she doesn't she make it back. The bones, dude. She said, but she does. She ever? I don't think she makes it back to Winterfell. No, she had the, um, what are the people who wear those um, veils? Yeah, the silent, oh, the silent sisters. They brought yeah. them back. So what happened was uh, what Sir Cleos had come to River Run to treat uh, and brought back the bones to Catelyn, who was camped out there. And then Catelyn was like, yeah, I just want to spend one night with the bones and then just bring them up to Winterfell and I'll, I'll give you some Northmen to escort you. Kind of weird, but okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's different. In the books. No, that that it was is. in the books. That I remember I read that in the books. Oh, I was talking about the whole Catelyn Winterfell situation with Dan. Oh, okay. Please why, yeah, please why, not why we will not be speaking about that. Do not spoil that. You're not there yet. Yeah, I am not. Am I gonna get there in this book? Yes. Right? Uh I don't remember which book it's in. I just remember it happens. Well I don't know. Three would be season three. Yeah. Oh boy, this is too much math. For so Jor Mormont. <laughs> yeah, remember G- when this okay, episode was about this? him? Yeah. Well, you know, it's Sorry, about the White Walkers. It's pretty much. This is almost a North of the Wall episode. But <laughs> just talking about Catelyn. I, I yeah. <laughs> She's never been out there. She, I don't know. You just spoil it, man. Maybe that's what happened to Catelyn. In you know? the so ranges. question again again in about the original script. Before we get off Catelyn, one last point. In the original script written by George R. R. Martin, Catelyn was going to die at the hands of the White Walkers. Oh my God, that's something to think about. It's just it's it's written in there. That's all it says. He doesn't elaborate. It just says Catelyn dies at the hands of the others. 
Damn, that's a future episode setup. Wow. I believe... What was that squeaking? Oh, that was my microphone. I believe that there there is a correlation there. I don't think we're off topic at all, if you ask me. I don't think so either. And so... Why did you just whisper I I don't know. But Brian? Brian? But... Here, here's something to think about. For all about, of our right? audio listeners, we are in the room adjacent to Brian's, and he's in a very important conference, he claims. Until 5 o'clock. People in important conferences we don't only need to make with it ice cream. 15 more minutes, but until Brian's free. Yeah, and then he can have his birthday cake. And then he can have his birthday cake. Five but here, months late. Here, here's something. Okay, so we talked about Gior <laughs> and, like, what would you do if you were in Gior's position? I think what kind of would turn the tide in discussing if – you know, he's actually a good guy. He gave his Valerian steel sword he ch- to, to a bastard. And he changes the pommel like a homie from yes. a bear to a wolf. But he also, I mean, look, I don't think there's anyone who's going to argue that he's a bad lord commander. I'm not going to argue well, that Dior was, was bad at maintaining the Night's Watch. But that's not his job as lord commander. Oh, okay. Is it? If you, yeah. yeah, if you Pretty just sure want to make sure that the 100 guys you rule over make it, a, like, or have an, an okay time. Or that Castle Black as, is maintained, which it was. Which it's not. It's not. He has 100 people. Uh, that I mean, I, I wouldn't count number of people as maintained. Right? Why, he, doesn't why, con- I, he doesn't control how well, many you're, murderers you're Lord Commander and of the Night's Watch. Yeah, con- get more people. I don't control how many murderers and rapists choose the wall. Well, they've only, they asked like two places for men, two places out of every place in, in the entire continent this of Westeros. True. This is true. They're like, yeah, let's go to, let's ask King's Landing. King's Landing, you got anyone? Yeah, we got like 15 for you. Is that, is that enough? Yeah, let's not ask anyone else. They could literally go to every, every city has prisoners. Not to quote Leanna Mormont. But the men of Bear, those 15 men are worth a hundred of those um, others. They should have just went to Bear Island and said, can, can we have like two people? Can we have like two people from Bear Island? <laughs> yes. One, one man. You would have defeated Mance's entire army, 100,000 strong, two Bear Island warriors. As we're squabbling about what rules are broken, what I didn't, Munstraid and marches on the wall with an army of 100,000. Impossible. <laughs> 100,000. He's united the fans. You can't bring five wildlings. <laughs> you can't bring five wildlings together without them killing each other. United the fans, the river clans, the, the ice river clans, the horn foots. The horn foot. He has giants. Giants, he says. So, Janos, have you ever been beyond the wall? I, <laughs> I commanded the city watch for years, boy. And must now you're here. Very, you must, you must not, not have been very good at your job. job. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> I have friends, powerful friends. The queen will hear about this. <laughs> Poll for our audience is: Is Jono Slint our next character <laughs> breakdown? Poll for the audience: How many of you love Jono Slint more than Gior and want us to tr- fully pivot this episode right now? We could. We could because we, we pretty much broke down everything on Gior. The fact is, I think <laughs> there, I mean, there isn't he, much. He, he didn't. He was just 997th. We we actually could make an entire episode on Ed. Could we? On Dolores Ed. Dolores could Ed. we? Oh, he's so great. Ed Tollett? I love him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's the best. A whole episode. I'm not saying he's not a good character. I'm saying oh, there's a whole what episode you, worth of content. What do you want me to do with him? this? Where? 
Burn it. Burn it. You still in there? You just made a joke. You still in there? I hope so. Remember when Ed These gets killed for fucking you'll... fat Sam Tarley at the <laughs> Battle of Winterfell? Like, just take Sam. Dude. He gave the sword away. There was no reason. He, it's, he's only valuable because he can read. He's like one of the three dudes who can read. So this is something that I did want to bring up. Are these all the books in the world? No, they're not. <laughs> what a stupid question, Gilly. The, okay, that's one of the most ridiculous questions. Okay, sure, she's a wildling. She's never seen a book in her life. But to think that all of something in the world is at this one place you're at? I mean, besides the Sapphire Island. <laughs> yeah, Tarth. I I, have you heard of Tarth? They call it the Sapphire Isle. Every, Do you know what sapphires oh, are? The, the gemstones. The blue all ones. sapphires in Westeros come from Toth. Lord Selwyn Toth would pay his daughter's weight in to sapphires. get her back. <laughs> in sapphires. To get her back with her honor unbesmirched. I was a little upset that Locke didn't like keep Jamie's hand as like a necklace. Unbesmirched. Is that what Not. the goat does? He lost them in the Battle of Blackwater Bay. If you're talking about Davos keeping no, his fingers about, in, in that I little pouch. I do believe that... Did you get up to that part in the books? Where what Jamie part? loses his hand? No, not yet. So don't, don't say I anything. Won't, I won't say anything. But, but I'll there continue There is a point on. that I wanted to bring up. Are I, you gonna, I, I want to just... In I'm my impersonation. In whole discussion. Can I, can I will allow you to impersonate first. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Damn. So, so where, did I, where did I end up? This is the crux of the show. He pays daughter's weight in... Sapphire is to get her back. The honor. Unbesmirged. And then Locke says, Unbesmirged. Not defiled. And then he says, Fancy word for a fancy man. (laughs) And then Jamie's like, Oh, I've learned a lot of fancy words. My father would make me practice with a maester for two hours before I could practice sword. I've learned lots of fancy words. I like Locke because he shows up at the night Night's Watch and he just beats the fuck out of people. And then he goes to John. He's like, what's up? I got a sick beard and I clearly kill people. Now that we're and speaking, I'm lying about where I'm from. Now that we're speaking man to man, do I have to be chained to this tree? I'm not as resilient as I once was. And then Locke's like, None of us are. Unchained Sir Jamie from the tree. And then he's like, you must. You, Do you just want to go through the whole thing? Then he's the like, he's like, you must be hungry. <laughs> and he's like, famished, actually. How did they communicate that? Because I feel like they never said, let's chop his hand. But like, just next thing you know, like Jamie's pinned down. Well, they're they're, they're northern the men. They'll do any, they're always they're on the, same, on the page. same page. So when, It's impre- incredible. To at work. what point? Here's we're getting off track. But it doesn't matter because the, the, these are the good conversations. At what point did Locke decide I'm going to chop off his hand? When he said chain to the tree or did he say when he was going? I think as soon as he said, uh, can you unchain me from the tree? Locke's like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to chop off his hand. Yeah. Because do you think if he stopped just after he's like, can you please not rape Rianne? And then he stopped there. Do you think they'd be fine? Like, oh, uh, I'm not. Well, he didn't. Buy if he never asked sapphires. to be unchained from the tree, well, I think what what turned him was when Jamie said to, uh, when when Locke was like, "Would your father pay your weight to get you back?" And then Jamie's like, "Like 
you'd be rich beyond your dreams and your children would be rich. Lands, gold, titles. I mean... Really <laughs> I, I have a pretty good prisoner Jamie voice. <laughs> Which was he, was... he was a prisoner for how long in total? Like a year and a half? Yeah. That sucks. Nothing compared to Edmure. For three. <laughs> I'm Edmure Tully. Just sitting there. Son of Hoster Tully. Lord of Riverrun. Right Lord of Riverrun. Open the gate. I demand entry. <laughs> Don't open the gate. He's my lord, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> He's not your lord. My lord gave a command. You're not obeying Edmure's command. You're, You're obeying, obeying the, the fucking Kingslayer's King commands. <laughs> This entire show should just be us reciting different remember, scenes. Remember when the blackfish was like, kill him then, to the frame him when they were about to yeah. slit his throat? What did Edmure think? He's like, thanks a lot, uncle. He's just taking bad breaks for the entirety of the series. Does a single good thing happen to Edmure Tully? I haven't. I haven't. Whoa. I now have a good question Hot for wife. you. Well, young that, wife. A very young wife. How old is she? I don't remember. Very young. Oh. Very young. Take back what I just said. I I heard you have a son now. Uh, One that I haven't seen since my or or wife now. You're a very potent man. You're a very potent man. But with with uh, with Edmure, do you think if he didn't try and capture the uh, stone mill, would stone mill was valuable? Would he have been used as bait for Walder Frey? Would have been used as bait for the mountain. <laughs> he want, I mean, Rob was like, yeah, I wanted to drag him into our territory in the West. That means the mountain would have plowed through Edmure's little bitch Tully force. Okay, they would have get, plowed, they, their orders like, were to retreat. Their orders were to find the mountain, engage him in a little skirmish, and then retreat and have the mountain chase after him. Instead, they stood their ground and fought in one like castles. Jacob's right because the mountain would have plowed through Edmure as he plowed through Elia Martel. So that's, um, for anyone who doesn't understand that joke, the mountain uh, raped Elia Martel, murdered her, and then killed her children after making them wash. You murdered her! This Oberyn Martel. (laughs) You killed her children! (laughs) This Oberyn imitation is brought to you by... um, the most offensive imitation we've done yet. <laughs> I know that that was a pretty stark contrast from how That's good stark. my prisoner Jamie impersonation is to how bad my Oberyn Martell is. Did I have I a good. I'll tell you why all the world hates a Lannister. <laughs> you think that your gold and your alliance and your gold lions make you better than everyone? May I tell you a secret? <laughs> You're not a golden lion. You're just a pink little man who's far too slow on the draw. Ah! <laughs> Long sword is a bad option in close quarters. He fucking gives him advice. <laughs> when I pull my blade from your friend's wrist, he bleeds quite a lot. I'm afraid so many veins in the wrist. He'll live if you get him help straight away. So decisions. <laughs> The table uh, desk that I smashed moved quite a bit more than I was anticipating. Uh, it's all right. I am deeply sorry. This I was. I got it. this for free. Uh, I, Jacob, I heard you can do a pretty good Alaria sand. 
impersonation. <laughs> is she the one who has to watch the mom? Is she the younger one? No, Laurie is the oh the one who screams no and over and head's getting popped. Alright, hold on. Yeah, the one. Ah! Oh, Marine! Dude, so that imitation was brought to you by a um, vaguely. Uh, <laughs> Dude, remember how vaguely charged imitation. Oberin sand snakes. <laughs> Oberin and Oberin and Olivar. Yeah. In the brothel. Yeah. With Alaria. Take off your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> or or when... Uh, Oliver really gets around. He really does. You know what was one of my favorite scenes? When Bronn and Tyrion go in to finally meet Oberyn. Yeah. And he's in the brothel. And then Oberyn's like, you like women, right? And then like Tyrion's like, no, I'm not here to fuck. And then Bronn's like, yup. That that, that's <laughs> what happens immediately after my little Oberyn, Oberyn shtick. The next line from where we left off is Tyrion walking in. Ah, yes. Prince Oberyn, I was worried there'd be trouble. <laughs> <laughs> nope, no trouble here. And then they try to have, a, or Oberyn tries to have an orgy. Yes. Would he have fucked Tyrion? That's a very interesting question. I believe... <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, we're assuming that Oberyn fucked Olivar, not the other way around. He, <laughs> There is that scene where... Olivar says, how do you like it? And Oberyn responds, my way, and aggressively gives him up. One of those. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what Okay, Oberyn's what was the dynamic is, with Olivar and uh, Loris? Oh, Loris is a renowned... No, Renly's a renowned pillow biter. <laughs> That's a quote. That's a quote. <laughs> yeah, well, from Queen of Thorns said that, right? No. Yes. When they're talking about Renly, and she was like, yeah, Loris plays at fighting and Renly is like a pillow biter or something like that. And and my son sucks. Mace is a loser. He's he is a loser. Top five biggest simps on the show. I love another time but. when Elena and uh and Tywin were walking right before the wedding. Oh, that's oh, beautiful, yeah. And 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 she's like, Mace, I'm fucking talking with Tywin Lannister. Get out of here. All you have to do is just give him the slightest compliment. Yes. And he's like, oh. Uh, we're going to send you over to Essos yeah. to talk with the Iron Bank. He's like, huh? Really? That's awesome. Thank you. Original, originally, he was like upset. He's like, oh, I have to go myself. And then Cersei's like, you can get married. We, fucking need, we, need to, we need to send someone of great import. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you get your own king's. Was the plan to have, I believe... Maybe Sir Merrin would have just killed him. I thought that was the plan. I feel like that was well, the plan, you know, right? Sir Merrin is actually the greatest swordsman in the world. <laughs> the greatest swordsman ever lived. He, killed by Merrin fucking Trant. Merrin Trant killed killed the um what was he? The first sword of uh the first, first sword, sword of, of Bravos. Thank you, Dan, for as I was Your saying. Your dancing master is dead and Trant's alive because Trant had all oh, and a big fucking sword. <laughs> Oh, Mary. He didn't have a sword. The greatest swordsman who ever lived didn't have a fucking sword. <laughs> the Hound is funny. Yeah, the Hound a, is actually funny. He's a great character. Yes. Except for that whole, you know, disgusting burns. We've just alienated our entire burn victim audience. Uh, yeah, you really fucked up. I'd like to personally apologize to everyone who's listening to this who I just offended due to their 
horrible facial scarrings from burns. We apologize. I'm sorry if your brother pushed you in a fire over a toy. <laughs> Dude, and the hound, besides being funny, is a savage because when he wanted Arya to kill him after he'd fallen down, he's like, I should have fucked your sister. <laughs> I should have fucked her bloody. Yes. <laughs> All I could think of last night was... Well. <laughs> okay, bad transition. When we were when we were at our when we were was at the dinner, hound picturing when, the hound banging Arya. When we were getting dinner, was the hound scene? I'll eat every fucking chicken in this room. I kept muttering to myself yes. under my breath while we were waiting for them to bring our chicken. Yes. For for reference, all we'll say about yesterday, nothing. We'll no, say nothing. No, no. <laughs> I, I I do think this is funny. Okay. Chris bet me that I couldn't eat an entree. <laughs> He's like, he's like, dude, that's half a chicken. I'm like, they list half a chicken as an entree. It was like, like $15, $16. Yeah, he's like, oh, there's no way you can eat that. I'm like, I'll eat it and another piece of your chicken. Hey, Chris, if you're listening to this, we'd like to apologize for calling you out in this podcast. Do you think Chris made it 45 minutes through this episode? There's absolutely no way that he listened to beyond 10 minutes. 45 minutes. So three one thousand three hundred sixty six uh, translates to forty five minutes. Trans- it's like a it's like a beat because we are now we're going to reveal our secret here. We are using GarageBand, and everything is being recorded as as a beats blip. I don't remember the Blick Silver. Bl- Zach Blicksilvers. Silvers. Uh, uh, Brian. <laughs> Hey, it's Brian's uh, five month late birthday today, so, everyone. Uh, yeah, <laughs> today we brought. Send him your best wishes. We bought Brian. If you are still listening to this, text Brian happy five month belated birthday. If you're listening to this after it comes out, like a day later, don't. Uh, it'll come out it's tonight. Even text him. Even better. If we you know, get put throw an emoji in there. You know, maybe send a second follow up text. Ask how the cake was. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think he liked it. I, I really think he enjoyed the cake, too. It's a Carvel cake. It's an ice cream cake. It's delicious. So, I think to conclude... No, Danny. <laughs> to conclude... We haven't even... To conclu- <laughs> we haven't even talked about... To conclude... To conclude on, about Gior. I, I, I really don't have any closing remarks on Gior, just that <laughs> he did an okay job, but didn't really have the big picture in mind, even though he claimed to have the big picture in mind. I think it's, it is probably in the best practice to choose our episode... Uh, subjects based on how little things we have to say. And on that, the that's matter. a great transition because I think we should discuss what we talk about next. Not discuss, but I choose the topic. I, can I give my closing thoughts first, please? You said he's a good guy. Okay, well, that wasn't. I mean, it's, okay, no, he's right. No, I said that. Yeah. Those are not my clothes. Those are not my clothes. <laughs> yeah. We need another mic. <laughs> and maybe like a, a stand. stand. If you want to buy us a stand, uh, donate to the podcast fund. You can find us on the street and or Venmo. (laughs) I think for future topics, it would be a good practice to go broad. Yes. So So instead of saying G.R. Mormont, maybe we would say minor houses of the north. So when we get off track. Minor. Our 64 men on Bear Island. (laughs) Fight as good as a hundred men from any other house, Dan. Minor. Minor. What do we want to talk about next? Son, I, oh, we have options. I still want to do that Baratheon episode. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. Stannis Lupin, the Manus. Stannis. A Renly, little bit about Renly, a little bit about Robert. When there's not much to talk about Robert. I, I think there's a lot to talk about with Robert. Well, we can just go on. If we have to do a part two, we'll do a part the two. Bring, two. If it has to be four hours, it'll be four hours. Bring the breastplate stretcher. <laughs> Did you not like the hands joke? 
I like that Rob, my favorite part of Robert is that he's fat. <laughs> that's just because there's really nothing else that's remotely likable about Robert Bradley. And he like beats his wife, drinks a lot, whores and bores. And one of my favorite lines beats the fuck out of Cersei. Like, I'll honor you again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, would it be more appropriate to do the Night King? No, it wouldn't at all. We should. We, should. we didn't talk about this isn't a Lannister episode. It is not. Is there a official theme of the Night's Watch? Is this even a good one? Oh, this is right when Arya is about to kill the Night King. I like that scene because it makes no sense. It does make no What did you think when you heard this music and everything started going slow-mo and the Night King started walking towards Bran, what did you think was actually going to happen? I thought maybe Bran would do something for the first and only time in the series. And wake up? Uh, also, you know what was stupid? he doing? Wait, what was he Thank doing? You. Thank you. Why was he passed out for two hours? Wasn't he like. No, he was in crows. He was in a bunch of crows. No, Remember the crows were. He was just I, staring at He wasn't passed out. No, he, he was, his eyes were rolled back. He, he, he was, was warging. He, he was warging. So wait, because that scene comes right after he says, Theon, you're a good, you're a good person. He wasn't working then. He wargs while Theon's dying. No, he warged up until Theon was about to... He came back right about as soon as Theon was about to die. Yeah, but then but then he wargs again after Theon dies, is what we're saying? No, I, I'm saying for literally the entire battle. Oh, he's just warging? He's warging. What else is he going to do? He's, I mean, you're going to tie his fucking knife to his wheelchair and have him ride <laughs> with the Dothraki? Like, what's he going to do? <laughs> light his wheelchair on fire and go fight the white? Well, dude, if, if, Robert, <laughs> Bra if Robert Baratheon was scared of an unborn child, then maybe the White Walkers would be scared of a cripple warg. <laughs> I, I do feel bad for, for Dan and Dave when, when given the task of writing stuff for Bran because we really don't know the extent of what his powers will be. I feel, so, ba I feel bad too, but I think if they had agreed to go eight more seasons like George R. R. Martin wanted and to take things slow, I think he would have been much more heavily involved than just kind of oh, giving them a rundown. I think he was insulted that they didn't want to go longer. And they had the they were offered to go longer too, right? Oh, they, it would have made so much more money, honestly. We would still be watching live episodes now. Wow. Yeah. The podcast would be live reviews of episodes. Then the podcast would be live reviews of episodes. You know what's funny? Episode 1 got 30 views. Imagine if Game of Thrones wasn't a show that ended a year ago. It's kind of actually shocking that we got 30 views in like a very short amount of time. It's only been a week since we put that out. And like 20 something of those views were in the first like day. The following's only going to grow. This isn't there's six more minutes of the song. There's no way. <laughs> I think we just need to close out on uh I completely forgot. I completely forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> We just we weren't supposed to tell them who it was. My brother no, tells we me didn't to give it away. Yeah, I did. I just said Unusual talent for Celsius. <laughs> he tells me you shit gold, just like your father. Is this place safe? Is this night? good. With the thunderbolts, the thunderbolts on his shield. On his shield? Here's where I fuck. Here's where I fuck his wife. wife. 
She's a screamer, She's a screamer that, one. that one. If they don't hear her, they, they won't hear us. Her, they won't hear us. I still have my right hand. Plan on growing it back. back. That was me knocking your ass to the dirt <laughs> with your own hand. That would just happen, yeah. That was me knocking your ass to the dirt with your own hand. And then he throws it, and the little thing's like asshole right there. You learn to fight. You learn to fight like a I love when, when, when Braun wins that trial, of, uh, that trial by combat in the Eerie. Yeah. Servardus. Poor little bitch. You don't fight with honor. No. He does. He did. Who are you? The proud Lord said that I must bow so low. Of a different code That's all the truth I know When a code of gold Or a code of red A lion still has claws Mine are long Sharp and sharp pay for those fries I mean, it's me But now the rains We pour his songs And not a soul to hear When this song came on in the Red Wedding, did you guys immediately know it was going down? Because I didn't. It took me too long to piece out. My first time through the show when I was like in middle school. I was like... Only it took me too long also. I only figured it out when fucking Roos was like with my arm and Tyler pulls it back and it's armor and she's like, why'd you wear armor? And then they just start and they just go through this the entire rob to be so doesn't exist. I love how we just talk through the song at the end. Well, it's just I like it's it. just it's just winding it's winding down. No, but no, I I, I actually enjoy it. The commentary that we have yes. during the song. Do you want to get, join in on this singing? And so he spoke. 
of Castaway. You're not a fan of this version. He gets too into it. I like the one where there's like minimal music and the guy has a really gravelly voice. And who? <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye, kids. Hey, thanks for listening.